Good morning, wonderful, beautiful people out in the world. Today, by the time you hear this episode, it will be November 11th. Today, we're going to be talking about strongholds. Today is Veterans Day. God bless America. God bless all of our veterans and every single person who serves this nation. You know, I pray and hope that we as a nation can unite truly with the ones who saw such a value in what God had given us in this country, like their lives literally giving to them and that we would fight for the the preservation of what God intended for man to be free and won't subdue and for the revelation to come that that is what makes America so unique is because it parallels what God mandated in the beginning. So God bless our veterans. Thank you guys for all who serve this, this nation and uh, just continually praying for you and this country. So today we're going to be talking about strongholds. And again, if you are a veteran, you know what strongholds are, right? But, uh, you know, especially in the context of our lives and in the context of um, relationships, our relationship with ourselves, relationship with God, I just want to today talk about what a stronghold is, and then tomorrow we're going to get into 2 Corinthians 4, just kind of breaking down that scripture. And that's going to sum up this week, you guys. I hope you got some value. Excuse me. I hope you've gotten some value out of talking about assumptions and arguments and how they, you know, how we can apply this, you guys, in the context of our lives. So let's go ahead and pray, and then uh, let's talk about strongholds. Let me check my mic. Okay, it looks good. Excuse me, you guys. I'm sorry about all the bodily functions going on here. My water isn't in here, and I forgot to grab it. All right, let's go ahead and pray. Uh, Lord Jesus, excuse me, you guys. Thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for being our refuge and for your Holy Spirit being in us. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us everything we need for life and godliness and that we can 100% fully be dependent upon you, God, and just know, Lord, that you got our back. And so I just pray, Lord, you would help us to advance your kingdom on this earth through the context of our lives and what you have each and every one of us doing. Lord, I pray if there's anyone on this podcast who is still struggling to find out who they are and what their purpose is, Lord, that they would go back and listen to the life coaching uh, podcast, Lord, that we would become people who are secure and our character and our values and not live by performance, other people's opinions or our circumstances, that we would learn, literally learn to live by your love and your grace and that we would be able to extract the qualities that you've put inside of us, the skills, the talents, the dreams, um, you know, the, the end goals, the desires, Lord, that you've put inside of our hearts. So we just pray for a massive excavation of that. And we pray that as that happens, that your kingdom would be advanced on this earth, Lord, and you would get all the glory. And that when you're in the glory, Lord, we are because we are with you and you are with us, God. And we just thank you for that, Lord. Pray God and direct this conversation, Jesus. We love you and thank you. And just pray all these things in your holy name. So this morning, you guys, really quick, I just want to talk about strongholds. Let's talk about what it is. <clears throat> Excuse me, you guys. Oh, this is so frustrating. <laughs> Let's talk about what a stronghold is. And then I just got some questions for you guys today. So a stronghold, it's a place that nature or man has made strongly defensible, a refuge. What's a refuge? Shelter or protection as from danger or distress. 
The second definition is one who or that which shelters or protects a safe place in asylum. <laughs> okay, so the couple things that came to my mind, or the first thing that came to my mind, uh, rather, was who's our refuge? It says one who or that which shelters or protects. Who is our refuge? God says he is our refuge. He's already said it. You know, and and the other thing I want to bring up about strongholds is there's two types of strongholds and this all is rooted in knowledge. And so let me go ahead and ask you guys these questions really quick. How is your knowledge of God, yourself and other people a shelter to you? How are you using the knowledge that you have as a place of refuge for you, a safe place of hiding? How, how is that being manifested in your life? Is your knowledge working for you, okay? Are you casting down strongholds, casting down arguments? Again, a stronghold is only built through an argument. What's an argument? It's a reason. So as you build your reasons, you build strongholds. You know, you build your case. The reasons that you have for the things that you do, those, those repeated behaviors and actions and attitudes form the stronghold. But not every stronghold is bad. There are some strongholds that we can have that are literally intended to be there. Like us having a refuge, a stronghold in Christ. Our knowledge of God would be a refuge for us, a safe place. We would be at peace. Are you experiencing grace and peace as a result of your knowledge of God? Why or why not? We got to ask ourselves all these questions, you guys. And, you know, I brought this up to my husband this morning. I heard a lot of people, when I started sharing my life on social media and the process that the Lord led me through to get me out from, you know, the burden of people pleasing and uh, just the codependency and the burdens and the prison that I was living in as a Christian. I say this all the time. If you prison uh, living in a prison and being a Christian is completely oxymoron. How can a Christian who has the knowledge of God, who believes that the Lord has come to set us free and we'd be free indeed, literally living in prison. Now, how does that happen? It happens through the way that we see things, right? The people we hang out with, how they interpret scripture. Sometimes we don't even check the people that we, that we, you know, fellowship with. We just assume that because they say they're Christians that they're good to go. But how is being around them and how they interpret the word of God, how do you, you know, feel as a result? Like, how is that impacting you? Is that knowledge getting you in a place where you are convinced that God is a shelter of protection for you? And when you see things going on in the world, you're not behaving like everybody else is who doesn't know God. Isn't that what Jesus said? Not behaving like the pagans who don't know God. You guys, it's, I'm, I've seen so many Christians behave like that and it, it grieves my heart because I'm like, where is the church? Where is the authority that God has given us? Where is the peace that's supposed to be uh, the fruit of knowing God? all of the stress and chaos that most Christians are finding themselves in because of all these things that are going on, you know? So a couple more questions for you guys. I've only got a couple more minutes here. So are you casting down strongholds? So again, a stronghold is like the final product of the arguments, which are the reasons that you use to think the way that you do. 
okay? So are you, are you keeping, are you taking down reasons that hinder you from fully embracing God's promises in your life? Now, here's some more questions. Who or what is drawing, or how can I say this? How do I write this? Okay, who or what is driving your behavior and attitude? Let me fix that really fast. So if I ever go back to it, I actually know what I said. <laughs> so who So who are you hanging around? Who are you listening to? Or what, things that you're seeing, how is that influencing your attitude and behaviors? When you hear something or see something, how do you respond? Right? And then are you secure in the knowledge of God? Let's go back to 2 Peter 1. It says, grace and peace to you in the knowledge of God. Let me read that scripture really quick, you guys. And then uh, I'll be getting off this podcast pretty soon. But this is important stuff, you guys. This is, this is Christianity 101. You know, I don't know what we got going on in the world these days, but I am definitely not content with the product I see coming out into the world from the church. Who are, and you know, it's kind of like you don't want to blame anybody for what's going on because we're supposed to be taking responsibility. But there's a reason why the Lord puts way more weight on the leaders of the church. So how are the leaders of the church influencing their congregations? You know, can we look at the product? It's like it's like what we got going on with the school system. Come on, you guys. Don't act like you don't see it. Who are we going to hold responsible for that? Now, listen, I understand parents play a role, right? But then I also understand that there's a lot of parents out there that literally believe that things were okay. So, you know, let's look at the knowledge that's been influencing our, our children. I can't say my children because I've been homeschooling for 13 years. Praise the Lord. I could not imagine throwing my kids in any of this mess that's going on right now. It's a disgusting mess. It's crazy. But, you know, when I say our children, I'm just talking about other people's kids. You know, I have a heart for, for other people in that way. You know, I feel for them. And, uh, you know, there's been knowledge that's been circulated in these places that's produced what? Come on, you guys. Are you really happy with the results of the public school system. Look at the results of the church. You can look at the results of anything. And we gotta be able to at least ask ourselves, how did we create this? Who told us these things? How did we get the knowledge that we used to input and integrate into this person or, or you know, these people? When you look at it, is life not really just people and influencing them and people do things? Right? You see their behaviors and their attitudes as a result of byproducts of the knowledge that we're feeding people. You guys, this stuff is vital. So let's let's go to 1 Peter really quick, or 2 Peter, you guys, and then I better get off here. You know I could keep talking. So grace and peace be multiplied to you and the knowledge of God and our and of Jesus our Lord and his Okay, hold on. You guys, I'm gonna reread that again. I just took my glasses off. My glasses are not always helpful. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these 
you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. Do you guys know that you're literally supposed to be uh, living through God's great and precious promises so you can escape the corruption that's in the world? You're supposed to be literally living off of the promises of God. And you can do that now because of what Christ has done. You can go to the promised land now because the blood that was shed for you. There's no blame, shame, condemnation, or judgment. You cannot no longer use anything against yourself or other people to keep you from living out all the good, all the good plans that God has for you. But it's all rooted in knowledge. Notice that grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God as his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him. So again, do you know how crucial your knowledge is in your mind and how much that impacts everything that you do? It does impact everything you do. It is the foundation of everything that you do is your knowledge. How you interpret your knowledge all depends on the experiences that you've had, the information you take in, the people you listen to, the ones that you let influence you, the ones that you think have authority, that you put your mind underneath. The only one you're supposed to be doing that with ultimately is Jesus Christ. Now, there's a place of humility always. However, we have to be able to discern how other people's thoughts affect us and how they are impacting us as people. In the garden, Adam was supposed to only be under the knowledge of God. But what happened? He went under the knowledge of the serpent and boom, here we are. Check the knowledge that you're living by and how it's affecting you and your life's decisions. Do you have grace and peace in you? Or are you filled with stress and anxiety and turmoil and burden and shame and judgment and condemnation? That is not the knowledge of God, you guys. We really gotta get sober. And we really gotta start paying attention and getting our discernment going so we don't pass some of this garbage down to the next generation thinking that it's godly. Especially if you're a Christian and we, if we are Christians filled with anxiety and stress and burden and shame and condemnation and judgment, when Jesus Christ said, we're not supposed to be living in any of that. Grace and peace to you. But walk out your authority. Accept my love and my grace. Humble yourself. That's a completely different lifestyle. All right, you guys, I'm going to get off this podcast. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the day. Tomorrow, we're just going to dive back into 2 Corinthians 4.10. And uh, no, 10.4, excuse me. 2 Corinthians 10.4. We're going to be going over that tomorrow. And uh, that'll close up this week, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for listening. If anybody ever wants to sponsor the podcast, you can totally do that. One dollar to 10 bucks a month. That will help me, um, you know, continue to grow this thing. You know, I'm going to order some business cards today so I can, you know, just try to influence as many people as I can. You guys, that's my goal. My goal is to influence you to influence people. Like ultimately influence people with the grace of God in your life, you know, because God's giving you power. He's giving you authority. He's giving you everything you need for life and godliness through your knowledge of him. So again, if your knowledge is not bringing you to those conclusions, you need to get some new knowledge, y'all. All right, love you guys so much. Have an awesome rest of the day and I will talk to you tomorrow.